ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد Tonight then, as you're aware, we're going to have a short reminder before the Maghrib prayer, before iftar. And the reminder is going to be regarding the end of the month of Ramadan and also how does a believer continue upon his worship and obedience after Ramadan too. How do you maintain the worship and continue with the good deeds that you've been doing in Ramadan till after Ramadan too? So here we'll mention some of the advice of al-Shaykh Salih al-Fawzan ta'ala where he says تَخَكَّرُوا فِي سُرْعَةِ مُرُورِ الْأَيَّامِ وَالْلَيَالِ Think about how quickly the days and the nights they pass away Think about how quickly the days and the nights they pass away. وَتَذَكَّرُوا بِذَلِكَ قُرْبَ انْتِقَالِكُمْ مِنْ هَذِهِ الدُّنْيَا And so think about how close the time is for your departure from this world. فَتَزَوَّدُوا بِصَالِحِ الْأَعْمَالِ So you need to take the provisions from this world with the righteous actions, knowing that our time is so short and that our departure from this world is so close, then you need to strive to take the provisions from this world and those provisions are the righteous actions. Here now, he mentions about the month of Ramadan. حَلَّ بِكُمْ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانَ الْمُبَارَكِ بِخَيْرَاتِهِ وَبَرَكَاتِهِ وَعِشْتُمْ جَمِيعَ أَوْقَاتِهِ That this month of Ramadan, it came upon you with all of its goodness and its blessings and you experienced these times during this month of Ramadan and then this whole month it passed by. Now with only five or six days left, the whole of the month has gone. So now then, 
It is upon a person to hold himself accountable. فَلْيُحَاسِبْ كُلٌّ مِنَّا نَفْسَهُ مَاذَا قَدَّمَ فِي هَذَا الشَّهْرِ Each one of us has to hold ourselves accountable. What have we put forth in this month? فَمَنْ قَدَّمَ فِيهِ خَيْرًا فَلْيَحْمَدِ اللَّهِ على ذلك وليسأله القبول والاستمرار على الطاعة في مستقبل حياته So whoever has done good in this month has done their worship and their obedience and has performed the goodness in this month then let him thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for that and let him ask Allah for acceptance of his deeds, of his worship, and ask Allah for continuity, for consistency in performing these good actions into the future. But whoever did not do their good deeds in this month of Ramadan, فَلْيَتُبْ إِلَى اللَّهِ Then let him repent to Allah. وَلْيَبْدَأْ حَيَاةً جَدِيدَةً يَسْتَغِلُّهَا بِالطَّاعَةً And so if you haven't done that so far, repent to Allah and begin fresh from right now where the opportunity is still there. A few days of Ramadan still remain. And then after Ramadan also, to begin fresh and start with that obedience even if you haven't done it so far. These last few days the opportunity still remains. So you exchange your previous life, the previous way that you used to waste your time you swap that for a life where you are now using your time wisely. That perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will expiate for you what has passed by. And that he will give you success in being righteous and upright and upon obedience from now on. Then the Shaykh mentions, Inna shahra Ramadan kama wasafahu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the month of Ramadan is as the Prophet ﷺ described it, a month wherein it is blessed, and a month wherein there is mercy, a month where there is a great opportunity for good deeds and worship. 
So the people used this month in different ways. منهم من وافاه هذا الشهر وهو مستقيم على الطاعة محافظ على صلاة الجمع والجماعة مبتعد عن المعاصي ثم اجتهد في هذا الشهر بفعل الطاعات فكان زيادة خير له There are some people who fulfill the objective of worshiping Allah and they are upright, mustaqim, upright upon the obedience to Allah, safeguarding over their prayers, their congregational prayers, and staying away from sinning. And then they strove, they were striving in this month of Ramadan, hoping for the mercy of Allah and for the greatness and more in their goodness of actions. That type of person, the mercy of Allah will come upon him. The mercy of Allah will encompass him. Because he is a person who is upon goodness and righteousness in perfecting his worship and actions. وَقَدْ قَالَ تَعَالَى And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, إِنَّ رَحْمَةَ اللَّهِ قَرِيبٌ مِنَ الْمُحْسِنِينَ That indeed the mercy of Allah is close to the good doers. وَمِنْهُمْ مَنْ وَافَاهُ هَذَا الشَّهْرِ فَصَامَ نَهَارَهُ وَقَامَ مَا تَيَسَّرَ مِنْ لَيْلِهِ وَهُوَ قَبْلَ ذَلِكَ مُحَافِظٌ عَلَى أَدَاءِ الْفَرَائِذِ وَكَثِيرٍ مِنَ الطَّاعَاتِ لَكِنْ عِنْدَهُ ذُنُوبٌ دُونَ الْكَبَائِرِ فَهَذَا تَنَالُهُ مَغْفِرَةُ اللَّهِ Other people, they were also striving in this month of Ramadan and they were safeguarding their good deeds and their prayers but perhaps they fell into some sins, some of the minor sins, not the major sins. So those types of people, they hope for the forgiveness of Allah. That Allah forgives you. This is an opportunity for the forgiveness of Allah upon those people. As Allah said in the Quran, إِن تَجْتَنِبُوا كَبَائِرَ مَا تُنْهَوْنَ عَنْهُ نُكَفِّرْ عَنْكُمْ سَيِّئَاتِكُمْ وَنُدْخِلْكُمْ مُدْخَلًا كَرِيمًا That if you stay away from the major sins that you have been prohibited from, then we will expiate for you the other sins meaning the minor sins, that Allah will expiate your minor sins if you stay away from the major sins. وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ And the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, الصلوات والخمس والجمعة إلى الجمعة ورمضان إلى رمضان 
kafaratun lima baynahunna idha mashtunibatil kaba'ir that the five daily prayers one prayer to the next and the juma to the juma and the ramadan to the ramadan they wipe out the sins in between them as long as the major sins are avoided the prayer to the next prayer the juma to the next juma the ramadan to the next ramadan they expiate they wipe out the sins in between as long as the major sins are avoided then there are some people minhum man wafahu shahr ramadan wa indahu dhunubu kaba'ir lakinha dun ash-shirk وقد استوجب بها دخول النار ثم تاب منها وصام هذا الشهر وقام ما تيسر منه فهذا يناله الاعتاق الاعتاق من النار بعدما استوجب دخولها there are some people who maybe they fell into bigger sins maybe they fell into major sins but then in this month they worked hard and they did their worship and they performed their obedience to Allah and they sought forgiveness and so perhaps because of that they are then given freedom from the fire they are freed from the fire even though they were deserving of entering the fire maybe they were deserving to be entered into the fire because of major sins they had done but then in this month they did their worship and they worked hard and they were obedient to Allah and they sought forgiveness and so maybe because of that they are then taken away from the fire freed from the fire and not put in there even though they were initially deserving of it and then there are those منهم من هو مقيم على المعاصي من فعل المحرمات وترك الواجبات واضاعه الصلاه فلم يتغير حاله ولم يتب الى الله من سيئاته او تاب منها توبه مؤقته في رمضان ولما انتهى عاد اليها فهذا هو الخاسر الذي خسر حياته the other type of person is somebody who was committing sins and ramadan came and he continued upon his sins or he repented from them with a temporary repentance only stopping during ramadan but then as soon as ramadan comes to an end he goes back to those sins once again and continues performing them again that type of person continuing upon his haram not praying his daily prayers not fulfilling the other obligations ramadan comes and goes and he's still the same then that type of person 
is the one who is in loss. That type of person is the one who has lost his life. His life is in loss. He has wasted his time. وَلَمْ يَسْتَفِدْ مِنْ هَذَا الشَّرْءِ إِلَّا الذُّنُوبُ وَالْآثَامِ And he never benefited anything from this month other than continuing upon his sins and his wrongs. وَقَدْ قَالَ جِبْرِيلْ لِلنَّبِي عَلَيْهِمَ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ And Jibreel said to the Prophet وسلم, وَمَنْ أَدْرَكَهُ شَهْرُ رَمَضَانِ فَلَمْ يُغْفَرْ لَهُ فَأَبْعَدَهُ اللَّهِ قُلْ آمِينَ فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى وسلم, آمِينَ وَالْمَحْرُومُ مَنْ حَرَمَهُ اللَّهِ وَالشَّقِيُّ مَنْ أَبْعَدَهُ اللَّهِ So it is mentioned that the person who comes upon the month of Ramadan, but he is not forgiven, and Allah distances him. And so it was said to the messenger, say, Ameen upon that. And so he said, Ameen. So the one who is deprived is the one whom Allah deprives of that goodness. And the one who is miserable is the one whom Allah distances away from him. If we can just request from the sister's side to try and make sure that the children do not speak during the class, that the sisters do not speak during the class, so that everybody can focus and nobody is disturbed. So if we can remind the sisters to make sure that they are not speaking and that they tell the children to not speak as well, so that everybody is able to focus on the class. Then it mentions, إِنَّ عِبَادَةَ اللَّهِ وَاجِبَ فِي كُلِّ وَقْتِ وَلَيْسَ لَهَا نِهَايَ إِلَّا بِالْمَوْتِ Worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is something consistent. It does not end. Ramadan comes to an end, that does not mean that the believer stops worshipping Allah. A believer never stops worshipping Allah up until death comes to that person. And that's why Allah said in the Quran, وَعْبُدْ رَبَّكَ حَتَّى يَأْتِيَكَ الْيَقِينَ Worship your Lord up until that certainty comes to you. And it's mentioned in other ayat, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih. O you who believe, fear Allah upon the truthfulness of fearing Him, the reality of fearing Him. وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ And do not die except that you are in a state of being Muslim. Do not die except that you are Muslims. وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ إِذَا مَا تَبْنُ آدَمْ إِنْ قَطَعَ عَمَلُهُ إِلَّا مِنْ ثَلَاثِ The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said when the son of Adam dies his actions are cut off. Except from three things. 
His actions, his deeds, your chance is now finished. No more good deeds for you now, except three things. And they are mentioned in the hadith, Sadaqatin Jariyah, the ongoing charity, like you give charity to a mosque, and then after you die, that mosque is still there, and the people are still benefiting from it. And so you continue to get the reward for that charity. And the second thing mentioned also is ilmin yuntafa'u bih. That you leave behind knowledge that is benefited from. Knowledge that people benefit from. And the third one, waladin salihin yad'ulah. A child, a righteous child who makes dua for his parents after they die. And so that benefits them also. وَالْمَوْتُ قَرِيبٌ وَلِلَّهِ عِبَادَاتٌ تُؤَدَّى فِي مَوَاقِيتِهَا يَوْمِيًّا وَأُسْبُوعِيًّا وَسَنَوِيًّا وَهَذِهِ الْعِبَادَاتِ مِنْهَا مَا هُوَ أَرْكَانٌ لِلْإِسْلَامِ وَمِنْهَا مُكَمِّلٌ لَهُ And as for this worship, then some forms of the worship they repeat and they occur on a daily basis. And some forms of the worship, they occur upon a weekly basis. And some forms of the worship upon an annual basis. All of these are different types of ibadah, different types of worship. And some of them are from the pillars of Islam, and some of them are from the additional actions that perfect the Islam of a person. So an example of a daily worship are the five daily prayers. The five daily prayers are a daily act of worship that has to be done every day and night. وَهِيَ الرُّكْنُ الثَّانِ مِنَ الْرْكَانِ الْإِسْلَامِ بَعْدَ الشَّهَادَتَيْنِ And it is the second pillar, the second pillar of Islam after the shahadatayn. وَهِيَ عَمُودُ الْإِسْلَامِ And it is the, the foundation, the pillar of Islam. وَالْجُمْعَةُ أَدَّى كُلَّ أُسْبُوعٍ And the Jumu'ah prayer, that is a weekly act of worship. It is done on a weekly basis. If we can remind the sisters again, the sisters need to pay attention and they need to make sure that their children are not speaking during the class. Try to split them up during the class so that they remain quiet, otherwise it will disturb everybody in the class. The voices can be heard from the women's side into the men's side. So the Jumu'ah prayer, that is a weekly act of worship. The Jumu'ah prayer every Friday. وَهِيَ مِنْ أَعْظَمِ شَعَائِرِ الْإِسْلَامِ يَشْتَمِعُ لَهَا الْمُسْلِمُونَ فِي مَكَانٍ وَاحِدٍ اِهْتِمَامًا بِهَا So the Muslims, they all get together in one place. They all get together 
in one place in the mosque on that weekly basis on that Friday and that is one of the greatest pillars and one of the greatest signs rather one of the greatest signs of Islam when the Muslims they unite and they gather in that large amount every Friday in one place and giving the zakat that is alongside the prayer in the Quran Allah often mentions the zakat with the prayer both of them together and some scholars they say because the greatest worship in the body from the, uh, the actions of worship from the, the body is the prayer and the greatest actions of worship in the mal, in the wealth, is the zakat. So the two of them, they come together. The action of the body and the action of the wealth, the prayer and the zakat. And they are mentioned together in the Quran often. And then of course there are the annual acts of worship as well. For example, the hajj. Hajj comes around every year, once a year. That is the annual action of worship. And so in this way you can see there are many different actions of worship that a person can do. So a person must not think that just because Ramadan comes to an end, that worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes to an end. Worshipping Allah does not ever come to an end. You consistently continue upon that ibadah up until death. In fact, Ramadan should be something that strengthens you to continue with your worship even more than what you used to do before Ramadan. So take the example of the Qur'an. A believer focused on the Qur'an during the month of Ramadan, reciting it a lot during the month of Ramadan. Then you do not stop reciting it after Eid. You do not put it away and not look at it again after that. That is a great mistake. If you have been reciting the Qur'an a lot in Ramadan, then continue reciting it outside of Ramadan. There are some of the Salaf, they used to finish the Qur'an every week outside of Ramadan. Forget about in Ramadan, outside of Ramadan, normally in the year, the rest of the year they would finish reading the Qur'an once every week. And then when Ramadan came, they would start finishing it twice a week. They would increase every three days, some of them every single day, finishing it in Ramadan. So a person must make sure that the worship does not stop when Ramadan ends. Focus on the Qur'an and carry on reciting it on a daily basis afterwards. The fasting, the fasting does not stop just because Ramadan stops. After Ramadan, there are many days of fasting that can still be done. Straight after Ramadan in the month of Shawwal, there are the six days that are mentioned in the hadith. 
من صام رمضان ثم أتبعه بست من شوال كان له كصيام الدهر أو كما قال that whomsoever fasts Ramadan finishes it, makes up any days, completes it then does six days from the month of Shawwal, this next month after Eid, or on the day of Eid and onwards, then it will be the reward of fasting like a year. And that is because every deed is multiplied by ten rewards. So when you fast 30 days of Ramadan, it is like 300. And when you fast six days of Shawwal, it is like 60. So that is 360. That is a year. So it is like you have fasted the whole year. Six days only from the month of Shawwal, straight after Ramadan. After you complete Ramadan first. Any days you have left to make up, make them up first. Then the six days of Shawwal. After that, there are many other days throughout the year for fasting. Every Monday and every Thursday of every week of the year, it is a sunnah to fast. Sunnah to fast every Monday and every Thursday throughout the year outside of Ramadan. Also, it is sunnah to fast three days out of each month. The three white days are mentioned in some narrations and they are the three middle days of the month when it's a full moon. The full moon happens on the 13th and the 14th and the 15th of the month of the Islamic month, not these English months on the calendar that you know. The Islamic month, 13th and 14th and 15th. Sunnah to fast on those days too. Also there are specific days like the day of Arafah. And that is the day before next Eid. The next Eid that comes after this one coming. That next Eid, Eid al-Adha, the day before it is known as the day of Arafah. And it is Sunnah to fast on that day. And it is mentioned in the Hadith. يُكَفِّرُ السَّنَةَ الْمَاضِيَةَ وَالْبَاقِيَةَ That it expiates the previous year and the upcoming year of sins. Then there is also the day of Ashura, the day when Musa السلام, and the believers, they crossed over the Red Sea, but Pharaoh, when he came after them, was drowned. And so when the Prophet وسلم, made hijrah from Mecca to Medina, he saw that the Jews were fasting on this particular day. So he asked them, why do you fast on this day? They said, this is the day that Allah saved Moses. So we fast on this day. So the Prophet ﷺ said, the Muslims, we are more deserving of that. We are more deserving to fast on that day regarding the story of Musa salam. And so the Prophet ﷺ fasted and he said to the Muslims, also fast. Or he said, if I live till the next year, then I will add the ninth with it. At-Tasu'a, then with the Ashura. 
the ninth and the tenth, the two days together. So you oppose the way of the Jews. That is also from the sunnah to fast. And in fact, if a person wanted to do even more than that, the best fasting you can do is the fasting of, which was the fasting where you do one day and then you take one day off. Then you do the next day, then you take one day off. Then you do the next day and take one day off. Keep alternating and you can do that. All of these are actions of sunnah for fasting outside of Ramadan. Not just in Ramadan. Some people maybe they only fast in Ramadan and they never do any of these other days ever. That is incorrect. A Muslim should strive with his worship outside of Ramadan. Do not think fasting is only this one time of the year and that's it. Worship continues. Fasting continues. Even the night prayer, taraweeh, that you pray now in the night after Isha, that is not something specific to Ramadan. That night prayer, it is sunnah to pray it every night of the year. You can pray that all of the nights of the year. The only difference is in Ramadan, you pray it together in the jama'ah, and the rest of the year, you just pray it by yourself. But you pray the taraweeh, the whole year you can pray that. Pray them, taraweeh, qiyamul layl, tahajjud, all the names, same thing. Praying the night prayer. You can do that for the rest of the year. Taraweeh, pray it the rest of the year by yourself in your homes. Night prayer, the only difference in Ramadan, you come to the mosque and pray together. The rest of the 11 months, you still pray the taraweeh at night, but by yourself. So these actions are not restricted and limited to this month only. These actions are general and fasting and Quran and prayer and taraweeh. All of these types of actions of worship they carry on. It's a big mistake. Many Muslims think the night prayer, the taraweeh, is only in Ramadan. And that reading the Quran is only in Ramadan. And that fasting is only in Ramadan. Many people, they think these actions are only in Ramadan. And they never fast outside of Ramadan. And they never pray the night prayer outside of Ramadan. And they never read the Quran maybe even. Outside of Ramadan, that is a tremendous mistake. These actions of worship continue. And that's why Allah has commanded us or told us about those who are upon istiqamah. Being upright upon the obedience and worship of Allah. That is something which continues. Being upon istiqamah, upon worship and obedience. It's not just one month a year. It is throughout the year. And in fact, the sign that shows whether your Ramadan was successful or not is whether you carry on with your worship after Ramadan or not. If you carry on with it after Ramadan, it shows that you had a successful Ramadan. But if you do not carry on with it after Ramadan, then it indicates that your Ramadan was not successful. 
that you've ended up exactly where you were before Ramadan. So that is a brief reminder regarding continuing with worship, consistency with the ibadah, and not stopping your worship just because Ramadan comes to an end. These particular times of the year, they come to an end, but worship never comes to an end. The 10 days of Dhul-Hijjah coming up afterwards in a couple of months, they are the best 10 days of the year. But once they finish, it doesn't mean worship finishes. So a person must remember these things and must remember what the objective in this month of Ramadan is and must remember to try to keep that focus throughout this month and after this month also. So that is where we'll conclude this short reminder for today. The time for iftar is coming close. So we'll stop on that for now then. There are any questions or anything anybody wants to mention, you can do so now. Yeah, so if Eid happens on a Friday, and it's possible this time Eid could be on a Friday, then if you pray the Eid prayer in the morning, it is not obligatory upon you to come for the Jum'ah prayer later on in the same day. If you pray the Eid prayer in the morning, you attend that, then it's not obligatory upon you to come and pray the Jum'ah prayer after that. Of course, the Imam has to come and do the Jum'ah prayer. The Jum'ah prayer has to be done in the mosque. But if you prayed Eid, you do not have to attend. You have the choice. You can come and attend, of course. And some people will attend, of course. But it is not an obligation if you attended the Eid prayer in the morning. Uh, they will pray Dhuhr instead. So if you pray the Eid prayer in the morning, it's not an obligation to come to Jum'ah. You can just stay at home and pray Dhuhr. You have to pray Dhuhr. Don't miss the Dhuhr prayer. You have to pray the Dhuhr prayer then if you don't come to the Jum'ah. And if you come to the Jum'ah, Alhamdulillah, it's good, no problem. If you had a reason... Uh-huh. To fast them outside? Allah Alam, it is not mentioned that you can do qada of those days. That reward is specific to Ramadan, uh, to a Shawwal. So if something happened and you were incapable, then that's gone. But there are many other opportunities for good rewards. Sisters especially may find it difficult, but it's possible. Many sisters, because of the monthly cycle as well, which takes away some days, they have to make up those days maybe seven days, uh, and then there's going to be the seven days taken away from Shawwal, and then there's going to be six days, it's, only, it's going to be very tight. But it's possible, you have to fast all of the days available, and it's possible, it's just about maybe possible. If the days of the monthly cycle are too long and it doesn't become possible, then the reward is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those sisters striving and doing what they are able to do. Anybody else?
Giving gifts is permissible. That is good and permissible, nothing wrong with that, giving gifts to each other. Wrapping them, Allah alam. Wrapping them, maybe some people may say it is like the uh, imitation of how others do it. Allah alam about that. Uh, sometimes if they are just cultural things, it's the habit of people doing it generally, it's not a big deal. But giving gifts is definitely no problem, that is good, the scholars they mention that. It is from the signs of happiness and joy that you give the gifts. Anybody else? Alright, we'll conclude upon that for now then. And inshallah ta'ala, uh, our next class will be after Eid on the Thursday night's tafsir class. After Eid inshallah ta'ala.